Hey, I am Abakam Tom George, the quintessential host of Unearth You, the podcast. This podcast is your dose of inspiration that influences how you show up in the world and in relation to others. If at the end of the show you loved what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast platform of choice. Read the show, leave a comment with a five-star review, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening on. Feel free to also share some insights or whatever connected with you on social media and tag us at unearth.you on Instagram so we can repost and share. Looking to support the podcast? Very easy. Drop us a tip on Shuklen. Link in the show notes. Let's get into the show. It begins at 3, 2, 1. Jeremiah for coming on the show. It's an absolute delight to have you on Locally School Globally Relevant. And yeah, I look forward to having an amazing conversation with you. So thank you once again for coming on the show. I do too. Thanks for inviting me, by the way. So I'm going to read your bio quickly so our listeners have a sense of who you are. Okay. So guys, um, Jeremiah Ajayi is a writer and a content marketing consultant for B2B and SaaS companies. In the last three years, he has worked with over 30 brands, including Consulting, First Bank Insurance, Interactive, and Thomas Henry J. Athenes. Jeremiah has featured in Business Insider, Bella Niger, Takedia, SSRN, and Writing Cooperative. In 2020, he published five ebooks, one of which ranked number one for the term artificial intelligence and law out of 240 plus million search results. I'm blown. <laughs> <laughs> when he is not writing, consulting, optimizing content for clients, Jeremiah enjoys helping young people succeed. To this effect, he organized a social impact project. Digivention in partnership with the United Nations Academic Impact to help 1,200 plus young Nigerian professionals upskill. He also has a bi-weekly newsletter where he shares his reflection on life and career with thousands of subscribers. He loves great conversations, Beyonce, and watching Netflix. Thankfully, mm. at the time of this recording, it's Beyonce's birthday, so this is <laughs> And I think we're both huge stands of Beyonce. So happy, happy, happy birthday, Bay. Oh, happy birthday, Queen. We love you. We love Inspire you. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Jeremiah, that's such a brilliant um bio there. And I know I that this is not so. all. I have seen your work for like time past and I know okay. like you've worked with more brands, right? So like in the course of your career, you've worked with several organizations, far more than you have mentioned here. And um I'd love to call you an outlier. I mean, hey, oh God. <laughs> so, I mean, talking about the outliers, by the way, um, I don't know if you yeah. read the book Malcolm, um, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I've read it. I read it this year, early this year. Yes, I read it. Okay, great. I, I really like that's one of my favorite books of all time. I, I've read almost all of Malcolm Gladwell's books because, like, oh, wow. very, very, oh my God, over the years. I want him to write a lot more books. But, like, just talking about the outliers, there's something that he stated success is not a random act. It mm -hmm. arises out of a predictable and powerful set of circumstances and opportunities. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what he said. Um, yeah. I feel like I know the answer, but let me hear from you. Would you consider your success so far an isolated event or did you get lucky or have you been privileged to like meet people who have kind of aided you on this journey? Considering that you are um, I'm young, um, in quote, um, and you've done like so much for yourself, right? Do you think yeah. that it's been an isolated event or 
you just had like patronage or parentage just some sort of luck opportunity or someone somewhere who's just a giant somewhere whose shoulder you've been climbing on so far just tell us about that oh thanks for that brilliant question i love the way you used a book to reference this like it's really brilliant first off i don't think anyone success is in isolation i don't think it's possible i think for every success you achieve there's a combination of hard work luck which is an instance of randomness mostly is the combination of that and also smart work now in my, in my case is the tree so i think my nature is my first advantage i didn't come from a rich home my dad and mom know nothing about what i'm doing do you know oh i'm a writer he writes but don't about my clients my mom knows my dad is not really aware he just knows that oh okay they sent me to school to study law i'm doing content marketing and disappointed but yeah he has money a bit okay he's doing well so you know they know that but i got all i got today through doing it myself let me explain now not myself in the sense that i got you myself myself in the sense that i started the grunt work myself when i first i am 2018 i met a friend who was doing freelance writing i'm like okay I don't just written on my life. I wanted to write for TV, become the Shonda Rhimes or Aaron Sorkin of Nigerian TV. I admire Moabudu. I wanted to do that, but I realized that okay, to become a screenwriter requires a lot of time, and it's not that easy for you to make it. The possibility is very low. I'm like, oh, okay, but I didn't know you could write for clients and gain mad dollars from it or money essentially. So my friend told me about it, and I'm like, okay, this is a good opportunity for me to actually make money. So being the ambitious person that I am, I started a job and I always wanted to give my best. I think that's one thing that's helped me so far. So I continued being a freelance writer, but yet I needed to be more, you know. So I took on a SEO job along the way, saw this woman, Kelly Chuduagu, on Bella Niger. I really admired her writing. I admired her portfolio and I reached out and I learned about her on Bella Niger. It was just a random reading and I was reading and I saw she wrote something about freelance. I'm like, oh. Nice. I checked her brand out. I checked her website out and I'm like, oh, I would love to work for this woman. My portfolio was nonsense at the time. It was 2018, late 2018. I didn't know what I was doing. I reached out to her and there's this thing about me. I'm tested for success. So I had this hunger to learn. And she really liked that. So even though I didn't have like the, you know, prerequisites to excel at the job, I had one thing that would make me succeed regardless. And that was, you know, my test for knowledge. Eventually, 2020, I worked with her as, uh, as the content and community manager as a company. But at first, it was, you know, I was a volunteer. A long story there. My point is, I have been able to get here because of my hard work, number one. Number two, luck and randomness. And simply, luck is preparation meeting opportunity. So most times, I'm prepared. And how do I prepare? I prepare through upskilling, through learning, through reaching out. Then the opportunity comes, like a person considers me, oh, they can give me a chance. Or sometimes they reach out. I've been, yeah, so I've been opportune to also like get outreaches from brands. So yeah, I think it's a combination of these three. How do you balance all of these like moving parts of your life and studying law? It's not easy. And people often ask me this. So I think, I think what has helped me so far is knowing when to shut one down. Mm -hmm. Balance is a myth. You can never balance two demanding areas together and give them 100% of your time at this is not possible one worry so far yeah. so today academics can take larger priority maybe in the morning freelancing or writing at night but regardless one we hold 
59% or 51%, which is still higher than the other. So when we have been able to do this is I know weeks, I know days where I prioritize reading. For instance, today I prioritized reading because exams are coming up pretty soon. So there's also this sense of urgency and deadline that guides me. So which of them holds more deadlines and in urgency? I give that a priority. Which is important but not necessarily necessary not really necessary at the time because i mean i can always do it i give less attention that's what, and also communication helps i'm always learning to communicate to my clients most of them know i'm in school and some of them do some don't or well, most don't because of the way i have branded myself there's this thing that if they know your students there's this kind of perception they start to have about you so i've kind of branded myself that you don't easily know but for the ones that do i tell them i'm having exams this week but i batch create content for them and I stand that content because this what I, I also tend to do is I tend to rest with each work. So for instance, if I'm reading school books, for instance, and I want to take a break from school books, I don't take a break by sleeping. Sometimes I do, but most times I don't take a break by watching Netflix. Instead, I fight. I do my task. So that way I'm using a stone to kill multiple birds. I think that would have helped me so far. But it's still stressful and I want to die on some days. I won't lie. I'm tired. <laughs> but because it affects my social life in a way. Because I'm not really I I I want to party sometimes, do things my mates are doing, but ah, I'm like, boy, you're building. So you have to like focus on dependent things you have to do in academics and content marketing. So that's it. So Thank there are a lot you. of people like you right now listening who have local, you're like locally schooled, but they want to break into the yeah. international markets. Like every, yeah. every week, let me just be modest. Every week I get messages in my DMs asking, Obakam, I'm looking for a remote job. I need to work internationally. Um, I, I want to pursue this, 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 so I don't have the time to work full time. And I want remote yeah. job, I want foreign gig that I want to earn in euros and in dollars. Like, but I, I, I'm, I'm schooled here. So like, how do people who are schooled in this part of the world, especially in Africa, that are not really exposed to these international opportunities or just because maybe racism or like mm-hmm. what the government has done to like just taint our image like somehow somewhere how do mm-hmm. they break into international markets and international scene i will first say don't take whatever i say as gospel what i will say is if you're trying to break into the international scene you first have to know what you're positioning yourself for and you have to first work on your mindset that's the first thing because trust me there are people making it as nigerians and i know how flies that normal people like you and i yeah. They are making it in the scene and it's difficult. I don't like it. I want sugar coat things like you can do it. You can please. It's hard. There are many days you want to give up. Even when you get in, racism will still affect you. There's something that happened to me recently. I won't talk about it though. But racism kind of led me to let leave a particular organization. So these things will happen. Even when you think you're skilled through, they'll still come to haunt you. But you just have to be prepared for what is ahead of you. Now that aside, once you've worked on your mindset and identified what you want to position yourself as you need to do the work you can get a job through applying 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 but the truth is applying for jobs on portals is not working as it once did because the competition is now pretty much if a recruiter puts an opportunity in an international organization in the us for instance there will be about 1000 applicants applying for that job you can't tell me that they're not good at qualified applicant except they're extremely lucky and they're very badly qualified or you're very very much qualified in a way that almost you are making mad mad waves that they will consider you ahead of those people so if you want to get your international break through applying for jobs i would advise that you all you're always on alerts at alerts rather and apply for jobs almost immediately don't apply for a job after a day don't waste your time sis good sis good bro don't waste your time move on 
-hmm. if you see an opportunity apply for it in the first one hour trust me it's an act of work because you are ahead of people like that because they give you more consideration because i have managers i was like you they get overwhelmed even though they use algorithms to check to like sweep out the bad resumes they still check it out most times themselves so they get overwhelmed so that's the first thing but if you want to have less headache less depression our advice is to identify the people you want to work with and start building relationships with them then mm. pitch to them Lovely. that's the it has worked for me mm. severally for instance let me give an instance of my job at consulting and my job at week of saturdays if you are trying to break into the international market who are those international stakeholders let's say you want to work in a company for instance let's say you want to work for um, let me use myself as an example b2b b2b is business to business business to business companies okay who is a founder of a business to business company okay in this company okay the founder might be difficult to reach out because he might be busy you know we're trying to build a company so what are the important stakeholders okay you have the vp marketing let's say you're a writer you should reach out to the vp marketing if you are a software engineer or in the tech space you should reach out to the cto the chief technology officer or you can reach out to the hiring manager then reach out to them on linkedin or their favorite platforms ask them questions then try to build relationship with them after that comment on their posts be visible in spaces where you reside online constantly engage also when you get, get on a coffee chat with them this one has worked for me get on a coffee chat with them and whatever coffee chat you get with them ask them question about their work at that your dream company hey okay so uh can you tell me about the work you do at xyz when they tell you that work you're not asking after that so what's your most challenging what's the most challenging aspect of your work at your department so when they say that we say okay oh you note the and you just you know leave the call then on your own initiative you go and work on a strategy or a proposal solving that problem wow. a validation strategy proposal mm -hmm. solving that you like as if you are presenting to dangote or bill gates you take it really seriously telling them this is how we can solve the problem this is what i think here are my ideas here are my strategies blah 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 and you send it to them as an email if they don't answer you follow up you make sure they see it but don't do more than four times don't follow up more than three or four times but make sure you follow up to the seats and one way to also make people notice you in case they don't follow up is keep commenting on record on their linkedin posts their twitter their tweets if you do that oh this guy i think he sent me a message and i didn't respond so they go back to that dms in case they don't respond this is a strategy to use and trust me do it for 10 or 20 important stakeholders and you get a job I mean, it's market. a game of numbers yeah so it is a game of numbers you yeah. get rejections some people will like laugh at your ideas some people will ignore you no matter how you reach out but trust me just keep going and something will work out this is so beautiful and i can absolutely um relate to like a lot of the things that and strategies that you've mentioned because even on my own like career journey um yeah um this has worked for me um yeah jobs have applied to like i've been one of those people who have applied to a lot of jobs and nobody has called back you know sometimes it's like okay i take that extra step to send the the person who had posted the job application or a DA, a, a message just cold email them i have some tools i use yeah. that generate um their email addresses yeah um, one of which is cultivated culture so if you're listening to this, i think you should check it out it's a very dope tool that can help you the algorithm helps you see algorithm the ai actually helps yeah. you generate people's um email addresses so aside from linkedin you can also send 
um, to their email address and just like just struck up a conversation with them asking that you formally consider you're just sending a message to formally to get formally considered for that role that you're applying to um, I recently got a job and I want to talk about this on my next episode but I did not apply to this job and they've not seen my CV before they just reached out to me very comments that I made on Instagram so the founder wow. reached out to me and here we are and I feel like that's, that's like Proud really really interesting but really it's just, it was just about like showing off so um, I, I, re- I really like this this part you're saying and again about the coffee chat it can be a virtual coffee chat like I literally have shot my shots at different international yeah. people like that even though like the answer might not be favorable like they've always never said no to like a virtual chat before so like i'm on google meet and i'm on zoom and i'm talking to them and it might not be a yes at that time but then you've established that relationship such that when you come again um yeah. next time you already know or sometimes again it might not be in their power and i'm like okay do you think do you have anybody who you think i can reach out to if this is not your power to like do right now and they definitely want to i mean but like just moving on um what skills do you think would make people stand out on a global scale even though they're on, on a local level a skill that will help them stand out is first is it a skill though i think it's a trait not a skill let me start with okay. traits before skills okay. i think it's confidence mm. you have to be so self-assured that okay my skin color my location is not a limitation to what i can do yes it might deter me for some opportunities my location some opportunities say that only um us-based candidates obviously of course but that doesn't mean that i can't stand face to face with international candidates so you need that confidence you need that self-assurance that yes i can do this the next trait i think you need to have is resilience nigerian team is that is that enough but it's not actually as hard as breaking into international scene <laughs> um so i'm like to make that dollars people make it seem like it's very easy you know when you come online you see people winning in left right and center you're like ah, you should not be that hard you know simply apply you know have a portfolio but it's not that easy so you need to have these grits to keep going mm-hmm. like you need to have this like you need to have long suffering i'm sorry you're not a christian <laughs> you're not christian but you need to have long suffering i need to like long suffer fine you might be an exception yours might work faster than expected but what if it doesn't so you need to be prepared for this you know inevitability now regarding skills you need to know how to network i need to have a strong suite of um communication skills you need to be articulate because when asking for help and it comes under your networking don't give long-winded requests telling story about your daddy died mommy died so you need help go straight to the point because people are so busy (laughs) Uh, seriously people ask for relevances mostly when they enter network realize that you are a stranger to the other person and so many like many people don't like to help strangers at first because they're like it gives this cringy vibe when the stranger is immediately asking for help so whenever you're networking not to communicate your offer and don't ask for help first mm. except it's good pitching maybe a freelancer and when you're doing that offer value then you just say please hire me examine the uh, prospects website what are they doing wrong what could your freelance service fix now propose that in your pitch so inevitably is now an offer to help not an offer to ask for a freelance job or a gig even though it is that but the way you craft your messaging will be like oh i'm offering to help you now, do you want to consider my offer? And how do we go about that? Payments and the likes. So that's one. 
so communication needs to be on deck and also you need soft skills your technical skills you can figure that out yourself by learning online courses joining communities boot camps and the likes but you need soft skills because people will try to bring you down as a black person you need to be able to work in a team i read something i don't know if you follow mpa ish but i read something yesterday about how just working hard will never make you go to the top that's the truth i'm sorry i'm breaking it down to you but these things come to play the race issue mm-hmm. the subtle politics the culture fitness call comes to play and so you need to be a good team worker so you can have people on your side that's a major thing they need to be flexible i need to be adaptable do not be afraid to learn languages because and you have to follow where the world is headed for instance china is positioned to be the next world superpower so are you positioning yourself for that era are you learning mandarin are you learning chinese if you want to break into international markets i even learned spanish besides english what have you done to make yourself the right fit for that market so that's what i can say you know adaptability that's soft skills communication networking perseverance and confidence Thank you so much, Jerry. This is super important. Um, I mean, great communication and I think language would be my tops. I mean, even in Nigeria here, you see a company like Paystack, like Paystack, the Flutterwave, um, yeah. creating and they will tell you that um, French as an extra language will give you added advantage. So even here in Nigeria, I mean, these brands are becoming global. Flutterwave is a global brand, right? Um, or maybe not global in that sense, but like on the continent. Yeah, you know that. Mm-hmm. So, just an extra language will give you that edge. How much more um you wanting to like shoot for these international opportunities? Mm. So, yeah, what's been your favorite failure in all that you said? What's been your favorite failure so far? Hmm. Now, favorite in what sense? That I'd like failure to... that maybe um catapulted you into something better. That failure that you learned from. Hmm. My favorite failure so far. I think my favorite failure so far was in 2020. Where, okay, 2019, I had this like big break. Not really, I won't call it a big break. It's a big break in a small way. So I kind of got luck with international markets. And I really, I was getting lucky. Like, I was getting about 10 offers at a time. Like, at the time, I was very, very lucky. I was always lucky at the time. Uh, and, and I got comfortable. I, was, I became greedy. I became really good. I started getting taking on jobs I know I couldn't handle because I had exams at the time. School was in session. But I was like, Mba, I'll still collect this thing. I will outsource this waiter. And the people I outsourced were horrible writers. So it kind of made me lose all my clients. Currently, I'm going through a very tough time. Yes, I won't speak on that. I'm going through a very tough phase. But this has been my favorite feeling. I think that's been my favorite feeling because at that time, I learned the importance of knowing when to stop. The importance of moderation and also knowing the excellence of communication not promising to deliver when you know you cannot and more important i learned how to handle client relationships i think that's my favorite so far because i was humbled i went from 100 to zero real quick everybody said they're not working with me any longer like it was just you know it was a down moment it was a really, really down time for me, like rock bottom. But I've learned a lot and I think I've done better since then, in a way. Yeah, I've done yeah. better. So yeah, yeah, I think that's Some my favorite. Some things when they never happen, you just never know. Like, exactly, exactly. Know. My final question to you before we get into the rapid fire is, um, what advice would you give to someone who wanting to pursue a similar career as yours in content marketing, in SEO and writing and all that good stuff? 
um so okay. what advice would you give to them especially if you're coming from a very non-traditional background like you Brand- um content marketing like it's just like oil oil, oil and water even though like law with yeah. a lot of writing and all that but like people who come in who are coming from a very non-traditional background trying to break yeah. into spaces like this um what advice would you give to them okay the first thing i would say is know how to use know how to use google it sounds funny but I'm, a lot of people don't know how to use google and so when they approach when i'm going to suggest something next but before they can apply my next tip, they need to know how to use Google. The first thing you need to do is use Google to learn about your desired field. And trust me, a lot of guides on marketing, content marketing and writing, there are a lot of guides on it. You can figure out what it is all about, how to proceed. So not that I'll say yeah, it's new. But when you fail, after you do that, the next thing for you to do, so you need two things to dive into any career path. You need a theoretical angle. I need a practical angle theoretical in the sense that this is generally what you need to expect this is what you should prepare for learning skill um, create an evidence of work open a portfolio get client that's the general part but not everyone will succeed that way some people might get reached out to without them even having a proof of work some people are that lucky some people on the other hand it might be that friends and family that first that friend who is very rich that friend that first reached out to them and they make it through that way so you first need to have those two parts now on the practical side you need to ask people who have done it before like the way upper is asking me now how did you do it check out five or ten content marketers or writers you really admire okay i admire jay i admire xyz i admire this person then reach out to them set up a coffee chat you can even ask them simple questions in an email and they respond to you they respond to you in an email because you then you know that okay this is what i have to do this is the area where luck might affect me and the likes then just start your journey never be afraid never stop learning and don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone take on the unexpected if you get a job that you're not really sure but you think will offer you great acceleration in your career take it i got into seo by saying yes to a job I knew nothing about. So don't be afraid to say um, yes to opportunities that don't even fit into your initial plan. That's my point. Mm. Thank you so much, Jerry. This has been an awesome conversation. I have my pen uh, here. I have my paper. Like I'm writing uh-huh. stuff. Like saying, like just even learning from. It's a breath of fresh air. So thank you so much for hopping on this. Really, I'm very, oh, very, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I'm very, I'm very um, sure that people who um, are listening to this right now, are, you know, or who will listen to this, will get a thing or two strategy-wise on how to position themselves, on how to, like, just tips here and there that you just really never know or you know, but you just need some. A reminder. Yeah, reminder. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because like right now, I'm going to go back again and go go and go on Google and see. Okay, very nice. Um, <laughs> who again do I need to reach out to like okay I'm reaching out to this person but I, when I asked about their problem did I prefer a solution to that problem you know hmm. um, I think that that's a very beautiful strategy so like, just just round this up with a, a rapid fire okay segment and I think that um, I really love the segment because it's just like related to just know a bit more about you I have um, I have five questions here um, when you're not working how do you spend your time he's very weird and also like a net for this where I read. <laughs> I either so I either read or I binge listen to podcasts by watching Netflix. That's it. Okay. 
okay that's about reading. my next question is what are you currently reading yeah i'm currently reading um this book um ux for non-designers yes and also this book oh i've forgotten the name of this book it's about how um people get into consulting like about how i think prestigious firms recruit it's a really interesting book it taught me how meritocracy is really a myth and not necessarily all that flawless you know system oh john <laughs> i think i might get it right now i'm opening my um kindle okay so pedigree pedigree that's the movie book. How elite students get elite jobs. Okay, my third question is, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would that be? Oh, I have a lot of things I want to live. That's a freaky question. But let's say California. And do you know why? I kind of have this kind of love for the entertainment world. I think it keeps me closer to that. Yeah. And my last question to you is, yeah. um, advice your older self in five words or less. Be patient it's all going to make sense yes be patient it's all gonna make sense that's 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 seven words five words or less it is coming it's coming yeah i think it's coming is better yes okay okay it's coming sure enough mm-hmm. jerry absolutely enjoyed speaking with you please before you go drop your social media handles let's know where we can find and connect instagram and twitter twitter at the rare gems linkedin is pretty much jeremiah jerry we absolutely loved having this conversation with you once again. So, Jerry, yeah, thank you so nice much for being here. You have this chilled vibes, we chanting vibes, and I'm proud to be here because I know that you're going to blow very soon. So I'll be like, oh, yes, I, I was on a podcast once now. Are you whining me? Still, so, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> into the universe, God, into the universe, manifesting. Ah. Oh, God, from our God, God. yes, <laughs> glory. <laughs> today's conversation we would definitely love to hear your feedback you can do so by dropping us a dm on instagram at unearth.u or a voice message through the link in the show notes i'll see you on the next episode signing out